It's a truly miraculous thing that we see in this first reading of Jonah's preaching to Nineveh. We, we hear about how great this city is, um, and, and it really paints a picture of, of the, great, the strength of civilization and of, and of the culture that they have there. That It speaks of, um, you know, we have it all together. We've built ourselves up well. We don't need God. We don't need to fear him or listen to him. Um, and hence, we, we, if you know the story, Jonah knew that this was a futile exercise. He's not going to be able to go and preach before this ginormous city and have them repent. Um, he's just going to be made a fool of, so he resists God's plan. But eventually he goes, and what we see here is that the word of God um, on Jonah's lips has such amazing power. He, he simply says to them, um, all we have in this reading is 40 more days and Nineveh is going to be destroyed. And just like that, they all turn back to the Lord and worship him and repent and do all that they can to try and avert that disaster. When God has put that word onto Jonah's mouth, it comes with such great power to turn their hearts around, um, to turn their lives around and to come to know the word of God. But there's something far greater than Jonah here. And I think we can take that and, and, and look at the gospel um, the, the word which God preaches through the life of Jesus, the great Christian revelation that we have, and when we hear that there is something greater than Jonah here, the, the message of good news in Jesus has such power to change our hearts. Um, the, the gospel, and, and I, I want to particularly talk about the, what we speak of as the, the kerygma, the central story of our Christian faith, which is, you know, that Jesus has come, um, God has come in love for us to, to walk among us and then has, has died for love of us and rises again to new life, that there's such power in that to transform our hearts, to turn around our lives from sin, um, that we were invited to open our lives up to hear this profound message. And it's, yes, um, I'm sure if we're all sitting in the church here this morning, we've heard that to some degree. We've heard the message of the Christian faith and responded to that. We've allowed it to enter into our hearts to a certain degree, but we need to, as we continue to walk with Jesus, constantly come back to that truth, constantly hear that message preached again, because it still has power for us to transform us in that deeper way for God's love and his forgiveness and healing mercy to come deeper and deeper into our hearts. And this is very much what this time of Lent is about because it's, it's the preparation for Easter and Holy Week where we, we celebrate. We don't only hear the message preached um, of Jesus' death and resurrection, but we, we celebrate it and move through it across the days from Holy Thursday and Good Friday to Easter Sunday. We actually act out and celebrate this mystery. We enter into the story ourselves, but we have this whole period of time to prepare our hearts for that, to, to sort of sow that soil so that when we come to encounter this, this Paschal feast, the, the charismatic moment of our year, um, the whole year is about the gospel and is about the charisma, but especially when we come to Easter, when we come there after our preparation of Lent, we're ready to hear that in a new way. We're ready to receive that in a deeper place, in a deeper way. So, um, we can see the, the power that this word had when it was on the lips of Jonah. That, that was simply a word of fear, um, that you should repent because God's going to destroy you. But the sign that 
Jesus says that we have is, is a far greater sign than Jonah gave to the Ninevites. We have the sign of Jesus' love for us on the cross and, and the sign that that doesn't end there in death, but that it leads us into fullness of life. So this is why we, we press into the cross throughout Lent, and this is why it's a wonderful thing. I would encourage you in um, to whether it's the praying of the Stations of the Cross or um, just re- reading over the, the story of the Passion from one of the Gospels. Lent is a great time to, to, to look at that sign of Jesus pouring out his life on the cross for us so that when we enter into Easter, when we enter into those, the, the beautiful celebration of that mystery at the end of Lent, um, it can sink a little bit deeper into us and that transformation, that healing can overtake our lives in a, in a deeper way, a deeper way even than Jonah's word did of Nineveh, that we can truly turn our lives around completely and live for God and respond to that word that he speaks to us.